everybody. Hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful day today. If you are not, put your head up and keep it moving. Do not let nobody steal your joy. Today is day 16 of the Proverbs Challenge. Let's get into it. We can make our own plans, but the Lord gives the right answer. People may be pure in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their motives. Commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. The Lord has made everything for his own purposes, even the wicked for a day of disaster. The Lord detects the, the Lord detects the proud and they will surely be punished. Unfailing love and unfaithfulness. Excuse me. Unfailing love and faithfulness make atonement for sin. By fearing the Lord, people avoid evil. When people's lives please the Lord, even their enemies are at peace with them. Better have little with guidelines than to be rich and dishonest. We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. The king speaks the divine wisdom. He must never judge unfairly. The Lord de- demands accurate scales and balances. He sets the standards for fairness. A king detects wrongdoing. For his rule is built on justice. The king is pleased with words from righteous lips. He loves those who speak honestly. The anger of a king is a deadly threat. The wise will try to appease it. When the king smiles, there is life. His favor refreshes like a spring rain. How much better to get wisdom than gold, a good judgment than silver. The path of the virtuous leads away from evil. Whoever follows that path is safe. Pride goes before destruction and haughtiness before before a fall. Better to live humbly with poor. Better to live humbly with the poor than to share plunder with the proud. Those who listen to instruction will prosper. Those who trust the Lord will be joyful. Will be joyful. The wise are known for their understanding, but pleasant words are persuasive. Destruction is a life-giving fountain to those who possesses it, but discipline is wasted on fools. From a wise mind comes wise speech. The words of the wise are persuasive. Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul, healthy for the body. There is a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. It is good for workers to have an appetite. An empty stomach drives them on. Scoundrel create trouble. Their words are a destructive blaze. A troublemaker plants seeds of trife. Gossip separates the best of friends. Violent people mislead their companions, leading them down a harmful path. With narrow eyes, people plot evil. With a smirk, they plan their mischief. Gray hair is a crown of glory. It is gained by living a godly life. Better to be patient than powerful. Better to have self-control than to conquer a city. We may throw the dice, but the Lord determines how they fall. Now I will read the explanations. Verse 1. This verse can be understood to mean that God controls the final outcomes of the plans we make. So why should we even make plans? In doing God's will, we must 
Corderate our efforts with God's control. In much of what we do, God gives us free will to plan and work out the details. He wants us to have, excuse me, he wants us to use our minds to seek the advice of others and to plan. Nevertheless, he delivers the final results. Good planning sees God's desires and leads to our acting his way. Live for him, asking him for guidance while you're planning. While you plan and then trusting him when you act on your plan. Verse two, people may be pure in their own eyes. People can rationalize anything if they have no clear standards for judging good and evil. We can always justify what we do before putting any plan into action. Ask these questions. Is this plan in harmony with God's truth? Is my attitude pleasing to God? Verse 3, there are different ways to fail to commit whatever we do to the Lord. Some people do it on superficially. They say a project is being done for the Lord, but in, re in reality, they're doing it for themselves. Others give God initial control of their project only to take back control the moment things stop going the way they expect. Still others commit a task fully to the Lord, but put forth no effort themselves. And then they wonder why they do not succeed. We must maintain a delicate balance. Trusting God as if everything depended on him while working as if everything depended on us. Think of a specific effort in which you are involved right now. Have you committed it to the Lord from start to finish. Verse four, this verse doesn't mean that God created some people to be wicked, but rather that God uses even the activities of the wicked people to fulfill his good purposes. God is infinite and we are finite. No matter how great our, our intellects, we will never be able to understand him completely. But we can accept by faith that he is all powerful, all loving, and perfectly good. We can trust him because we know he doesn't cause evil. We can also be confident that he leaves no loose ends in his system of justice. Thought, thought it demands many people's behavior today. One day God will destroy all evil. Verse 5. Pride is the inner voice that whispers, I know best. Proud people resist submitting to God's leadership and believe they don't need his help. When you find yourself wanting to do life your own way and, and disregarding other people's advice, pride has taken control of you. The Apostle Paul instructed us to eliminate pride by making it an honest evaluation of ourselves. Don't overpay your own ideas or contributions only when you admit Eliminate pride. Can God help you become all he means you to be? Verse 7. We want other people to like us. And sometimes we will do anything. We will do almost anything to win their approval. But God tells us to put our energy into pleasing him first. Our effort is to be peacemakers. We will use. We will usually make us more appealing to those around us. Even our adversities 
But even when it doesn't, we haven't lost anything. We are still pleasing God, the only one who truly matters. Verse 11, whether we buy or sell it, make a product, product or offer or service, we know what it we know what is fair and honest and what is unfair and dishonest. Sometimes we feel pressure to be dishonest in order to advance ourselves or gain more profit. But if we want to obey God, we have to avoid the middle ground when it comes to right and wrong. God demands honesty in every business transaction. No amount of no matter rationalizing can cover for a dishonest business practice. Honestly and fairness may not always get you ahead. But they are what God requires of those who follow him because they point to a person who is trustworthy and loving, asking for discernment and courage to be continuously honest and fair. Verse 18, proud people take little account of their weakness and do not anticipate stumbling blocks. They think they are better and smarter than other people when in, de- when in this state of mind they are easily tripped up. Ironically, proud people seldom realize that proud, excuse me, pride is their problem. Although others around them know it well, although hard to do, ask someone you trust whether pride has blinded you to warning signs. If you don't think you need to do this, pride may already be controlling you more than you think. So humble yourself and ask someone. This person may help you avoid a fall. Verse 22. For centuries, people saw a fountain of youth, a spring that promised to give eternal life, and vitally, no one ever found it. But the Bible says God's wisdom offers us Discretion, which is a life-giving fountain, allowing us to become happy, healthy, and alive forever. How? God, through his son Jesus, washes away daily effects of sin, giving us a joyful perspective on our present life and the hope of eternal life with him. The fountain of youth was only a dream, but God's life-giving fountain is real. You have a choice. You can enlighten by God's wisdom or you can be dragged down by the weight. Of your own foolishness. Verse 23. I meant verse 26. The proverb is not an excuse of for wealthy employers to keep their workers underpaid and hungry. It is an observation, however, that the need to eat is a significant motivator for people to work hard for their pay. No matter how much difficulty or drudgery we may find in our work or appetite drives us to keep going. Hunger makes us work hard so it can be satisfied. Verse 31. The Hebrews believed that a long life was a sign of God's blessings. Therefore, gray hair and old age were were seen a good Gray hair and old age were seen as good while young people glory in their strength. Old people can rejoice in their years of experience and practical wisdom. Gray hair is not a sign of disgrace or an embarrassment to be covered over. It is a crown of glory. Treat older people with respect 
and look for ways to draw out their wisdom. Their stories and life lessons will give you a broader perspective. Verse 32. Self-control is a superior to con conquest. Success in business, school, and home life can be ruined by a person who can't control his or her temper. We can find great personal victory when we control our tempers. When we feel yourself, when you feel yourself ready to explore, explode, remember that losing control may cause you to forfeit what you want the most. Verse 33. The casting out the casting of dice was almost always done in ceremonial settings and was the common method for determining God's will in ancient Israel. It wasn't merely relying on fate. God's people would pray and ask God to answer them through this means. Several important events were decided by casting lots, including the identification of a chain as a man who had sinned the division of the promised land amongst the tribes and the selection of the first king for the nation. We no longer need nor should we rely on casting lots to make decisions. Every believer now has the Holy Spirit within them to help them make wise choices.